Hello, and welcome to episode 38 of Stew on This. This one's called, It Ain't Nothing Till I Call It. The other day a friend posted something on Facebook, a quote from Thich Nhat Hanh, one of my favorite spiritual teachers and writers. Quote is, someone asked me, aren't you worried about the state of the world? I allowed myself to breathe, and then I said, what is most important is not to allow your anxiety about what happens in the world to fill your heart. If your heart is filled with anxiety, you will get sick, and you will not be able to help. (laughs) Typically, a beautiful, simple, and really timely way of expressing the work I've been engaged in for the past few months, which is that my head keeps getting full of anxious and frustrated, worrisome, sometimes very judgmental thoughts. How do I keep the anxiety from filling my heart so I can still be of some help, so I can still stay grounded, so I can still be part of the solution? Well, believe it or not, I get help with all this from an old story about three baseball umpires. And it goes like this. Three umpires are sitting in a bar having some beers. They begin talking about their job and the difficulties they face in it, especially calling balls and strikes. The first umpire states quite confidently, there's balls and there's strikes, and I call them as they are. The second umpire, with a slight look of disapproval, says, no, 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 there's balls and there's strikes, and I call them as I see them. Third umpire just shakes his head and says, you know what? You're both wrong. There's balls and there's strikes, and they ain't nothing till I call them. This is a beautiful reminder in so many ways. The first umpire is claiming to perceive the world as it actually is. (laughs) Well, I do that, and every time I do that, I'm forgetting that I tend to call things more as I really am, not so much as they really are. To varying degrees, all perception, whether it's mine or yours, is misperception, if nothing else because it's limited, comes from certain different perspective, etc. The second umpire is calling him as he sees him, and he's at least acknowledging the possibility that others may see it differently. But you know what? I do this too, and when I do, I still tend to be kind of attached to being right. And you know what, I'll throw you right out of the ballgame if you disagree with my call. (laughs) Either way, in life, if I follow umpire one or umpire two, I'll be guaranteed to have a head full of thoughts such as you're wrong, you're stupid, you deserve what you get, you know, those kind of loving thoughts. (laughs) That's sarcasm, by the way. I certainly have had those kind of thoughts, and to keep my heart open enough in order to not get sick and maybe continue to help, I have to follow the third umpire. My work is to not let my heart fill with anxiety even when it fills my head. And remembering that it ain't nothing till I call it, which, by the way, is an actual quote from Bill Clem, who is called the father of umpires, it ain't nothing till I call it helps me because it helps me to remember also to find my heart and to fill my heart with something else like love. Clem was reminding all of us that by choosing, we bring something into existence that wasn't there before. We create. 
in essence, it is nothing till we call it. It's just a soup of unmanifest substance and intelligence with unlimited possibilities. It's all just a bunch of subatomic particles and energy, and that energy is neutral. We give it the form. We give it the meaning. We call it. And when we call it, we essentially rule out all possibilities, but one, we have created something, brought it into the world, and set a whole chain of effects and events in motion. And I don't know about you, but as far as creators go, I'd rather leave that job to my heart than to my brain. If I have a hope of created something, creating something that's based on love, based on oneness, based on the idea that everyone matters, then I must engage my heart. When I go right to my head with everything and bypass my heart, it's just like that dreaded card in Monopoly. Go directly to jail without passing go. <laughs> but when I remember to engage my heart, it's like the get-out-of-jail-free card. And in the process, I'm always happier about what I create. My choices create. My choices affect everyone and everything. But it's not about making better choices out of guilt or obligation or being told to. When I remember to keep my heart open, to keep my heart relatively free of anxiety, no matter what's going on in my head, I feel a hell of a lot better. And I get to put some good energy into the universe, too. So besides filling my heart with things like joy, love, and peace in moments when my head is full of other things, it really helps to be filling my heart with joy, peace, and love in other ways, too. Like going out in nature, which we have been doing every day, and I don't know what I would have been doing without that or giving more attention, putting more time and focus into family, into music, into whatever nurtures our soul, into whatever reminds us that despite appearances, the universe is proceeding in beautiful balance and harmony. We create through our consciousness, and even more practically speaking, we create through our choices. Perhaps not creating the specific events in our life, but certainly creating our response, our attitude, where we choose to put our focus. Our choices are therefore our entire experience of life. The choices we make moment to moment literally become our life. So for me, it helps a lot to know that I can keep my heart open and choose my highest response, my most productive attitude, my wisest, most loving choice, so I can be part of the solution. It ain't nothing till we call it, and we can call it love. From our heart, from home plate, we can call it love. I'm pretty sure we're going to continue to call things in life and we can choose love and create good from this soup of unlimited possibilities. Yeah, stew on that. But before you stew on that, if you want more practice and support in engaging your heart, check out our 12 Days to Your Heart online challenge. 
It's coming soon to an iPhone near you. See you next week.